Hello there. Hi Welcome there. Welcome to back. Silver Lines Podcast. Episode 10. ten. My name is Joseph Soria. I'm Georgia Revelo, and we'll have more to talk about than our September podcast <laughs> this time around. And, and yes, welcome to the October podcast, George. For the one new listener, uh, wow, what the other one? What are you? Who? Uh, can you explain what our podcast is about? Yes, I can. It's about grief. Uh, we had. One and both of us have had a parental, uh, parental folk <laughs> pass away, and we meet up once a month, check off an item off our bucket list, and talk about it, talk about grief, check in with each other, and have an all-around good time, hopefully. And what was our uh, event, or what was the event, uh, item that we checked off the bucket list for October? Technically, there was no item, but we had to work all month. Yeah, so we usually plan in like an event, mm-hmm. but we uh, actually the work the event this time was work related, and it was kind of for George. Yes. Uh, and George completed his first feature film. I did working as a shot it and edited myself. Union Digital Camera Utility. <laughs> yep. Yep. It was a lot of fun. Which I was working with on yes. with him. I was the A camera first AC. Um, that was the department head who hired everyone, and it was fun. And he made the mistake of hiring me. Yep, and I fought very hard for George. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that was a that was the first time item for George. So how to feel, George? Take us from the beginning. From the beginning, I was on hold for the longest time. So, what explain on hold for the people who don't work just, in film. Just meant that I wasn't officially on the job, but uh, the key first kept telling me that I was going to be on on the job. Sounds like a scumbag. <laughs> so basically, George, I uh, I interview for the job, I get the job. It's a, about 23 days of shooting in October. Uh, very short mm-hmm. drama starring Glenn Close and Mila Kunis. It's called uh, Four Good Days. Um, and I got interviewed by the DP, uh, recommended by a mutual friend, and and yeah, we and I had a couple two meetings with the DP. One on the phone, we had a phone interview, and then one on coffee. Um, and after that, we started doing some camera tests. Yeah, I showed up to those camera tests. Yeah, and, and since to try to day zero, I brought George on for the camera test. I'm like, hey. Let's get you on this. This would be a great project. It's a Latino director, Latino cinematographer. Mm-hmm. I feel like what you'd be. I a think good that. Fit. I think yeah, that's what got me in. Well, that helped. <laughs> yeah, that really helped. Uh, but but you basically George showed up for free like the first couple three of times. days. Yeah. For, um, for the camera test camera day, test, the prep the day, prep, and then the hair and makeup and camera test cam- after yeah. prep. I um, think that was the day. I think halfway through the camera. Oh no, the, the hair makeup the test. The hair makeup test is when we got the official you're on you're on. Yeah. And, and we start, start shooting Monday. on Monday. <laughs> yeah. And it was Friday. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. That was so it was stressful, just kinda waiting. Yeah. Not knowing if I should take these other jobs or just commit to this one that hopefully you had the faith I did not. Yep. <laughs> it was a big sigh of relief when when I was told those words, <laughs> well, we fought very hard for you, but it made all all the difference. Um, 
yeah, it was a very challenging kind of shoot because um, lower budget, mm-hmm. no, not as much money as you should have for a hundred page script drama. Um, the budget was about it's a tier one, so like under five million mm-hmm. around there. Um, yeah, I yeah. learned a lot about a lot. <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't know. I learned a lot about logistics yeah. of, of union, how to, how the whole union kind of stuff works because I'm still unfamiliar with that mm-hmm. uh, learned to be a, a bit more uh, connected with the other departments yep and like ask for for like what I need from production I, I learned a lot it's just hard to put it into uh, to words into words yeah it it was a it I I would, even though the days were like super long, oh, the days weren't too long, but I had a drive up from OC to Chatsworth, which we'll get into a little bit later. And I just, I could have stayed with Joseph. He offered, but I was offered like, you know, what? he offered many times. And then other people in the crew also offered, which I'm very thankful for. And, but I decided, I was like, you know what? I could do it. I could do the, the, the drive over every day, over a hundred miles back and forth. Yeah. Uh, until until uh, just, I just couldn't, <laughs> I guess at some point. But yeah, I would definitely do it all over again because it was a great experience. I got into a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was George's <laughs> other uh, other thing. Uh, event. George got into his first car wreck. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not a wreck. It's just, Your car looks pretty wrecked, though. It looks wrecked, but it's fine. So, anyways. We had an early call time. I think it was like seven. And I was like, I'm gonna get there early so I can offload the cards and scout out a little bit. Yeah. And uh, get breakfast. And I guess the like, first 20 minutes I was fine. And I guess driving down the long winding roads, not winding, it's just a five all the way up. It, but it gets very monotonous. Yeah. Long driving tends to do that. And then I and I fought it. I fought the sleep for so long. I fell asleep behind the wheel. Yep. Which is famous behind the film, which is very common in the film industry. Yeah. I always, try, I always thought I wouldn't be a statistic, but here I am. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I I fell asleep at the wheel and start, started turning the wheel right and I hit the back of a food truck. <laughs> and then what happened? Well, first of all, at that I was tired and I was hungry. So I think hitting that food truck cleared up the tiredness and I wasn't as hungry anymore. And so... <laughs> what? That was just a bad joke. <laughs> oh yeah, it was terrible. I love Keep it. Keep going. And uh, no, I, it just crushed. It didn't crush, but it was like someone just hit the side of my car oh. uh, and it smushed the uh, the power steering mm-hmm. and the band ripped off and then like so I couldn't really turn my car I could turn it but it required so much effort to turn it Yeah. and then it started leaking uh, the whole power steering started leaking Yeesh. so I had to pull off to the side and then I was like I called you first because I was like well I'm like 10 to 15 minutes away yeah I'm like hey I got into an accident. <laughs> and then I, I really don't remember what I said yeah. after that. 
And then, but I think you, you told me like, just go home. Yep. I was like, I didn't even know you were that close though. Yeah. I was pretty close. If I knew you were that close, I would have been like, bruh. Just walk on over. No, I would have been like, mm, we'll, we'll, we'll rescue you. Rescue me. I would, well, I would have been fine. But yeah, I was fine. The other car drove away. Yeah. For some reason. I, yeah. You I probably didn't have insurance and you got maybe. spooked. Yeah. So I, I car drove away. I pulled off to shoulder lane, called you, called my dad, mm-hmm. and then I called the police. And then some guy pulled up behind me. Uh, it was one of those uh, highway uh, tow mm-hmm. tow trucks guys. He's like, uh, he's like, he asked me if I was okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, well, do you need to tow off or can you drive your car? And he, or some, I don't exactly remember what he said, mm-hmm. but he was like, all right. I told him I called the police and they're like, okay, just uh, just get back in your car and I'll wait behind you till the police get here and yeah. uh, go from there. So yeah, the police got there. He told me to get off. He's like, is your car drivable? I'm like, I think it is. Like, I think it'll start up. And it did. And I was able to drive off the freeway yeah. and just pull off to one of the side streets real quick, mm-hmm. which wasn't too far. It was like less than half a mile. And so I pull off. And at this point, my dad was, coming to come get me yeah and uh yeah we towed the truck the car back to back home and i just spent the day at home and then i ubered over back to your place because we had work the next day <laughs> were you how shaken were you that's a good question i was pretty shaken uh, i think i'm that's when i i did cry because I was so overwhelmed. I did not know you what to do. You sounded very shaking on the phone. Yeah, I don't remember, but I was like, well, because it, it was, it, I guess, combination of everything. It's like, it's like, fuck, how can I let this happen? Like, I, I was, I'm better than that. I know I'm better than that. I've, I, I have, I've almost fallen asleep at the wheel other times, and this time it just, it finally happened. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm so fucking dumb for fucking hitting this other car. And I got, either I got lucky that they drove away or I don't know. It's, it was, uh, yeah, I, I hit someone. I could have hurt someone. Mm. Luckily, I didn't. The only thing that really sustained damage was my car because the food truck looked fucking pristine afterwards. <laughs> it's probably heavier duty material. Oh, yeah. Just straight up like precision needle right through the front right side of my headlight into the almost into the engine Mm -hmm. but yeah it sucked so much how bad was the uh the damage at first when you first saw it i think it looked worse from inside the car because i saw the hood just dented up and so i was like my car's fucked and did the airbags go off no (laughs) apparently my my airbags don't work luckily it wasn't as bad Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it could have been worse, but it wasn't that bad. I I walked away from it. The other car drove away from it. Uh, I felt no physical pain. Yeah, a little trauma maybe, but besides that, I was maybe because I fell asleep and I was so relaxed that I wasn't able to tense up and strain yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. But if, yeah, that's. Wow. That was my first of many car accidents. Well, of many, let's <laughs> of hope many. not many. Yeesh. Well, 
two things off the bucket list unintentionally unplanned one planned and the other the other just happened (laughs) um hmm, and how I'm trying to think um and how's your grieving process during the month of October in the middle of your first feature before we stray too far from it though yes the car crash um yeah i think what everyone everyone told me was like like a car is replaceable but you're not kind of thing and that's like my that's the first thing when i called my dad he's like he asked me if i was fine i'm like yeah but the car is gone it's like that doesn't matter cars are replaceable you're you're fine okay and i'm like yes i'm fine it's true and so yeah and then like when he first saw me like gave me a hug and uh does your dad hug you a lot not not too often how'd that feel I don't know. I'm still, <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm still, still, still shaking up at that point. Uh, um, fine, we're just not really that kind of like yeah. contacty family, yeah, kind of thing. Show it in other ways. Did your mom ever hug you? Every now and then. Every now and then, I guess. No. But yeah, it was a. Uh, it was very surreal. I journaled about it a little bit. Wow in here just like I figured this would be a good I was like this is going to be a good thing for the podcast <laughs> and I started journaling to see well, if I can a couple times during the October I feel like <laughs> yeah the of, while we were working on the movie yeah got any more questions would you like about to share it? an excerpt it looks like you'd like to <laughs> I don't know I'm just reading through it because I haven't read through it yet oh wow it honestly just says I crashed today I don't know any other way to put it top right of the car slammed into the back of a left back left of their car and I don't know how I'm feeling. Wow, that's like a good <laughs> Drake song. Yeah, right. I was just like, yeah, it's uh, it was interesting. Fell asleep, so close to set, yada yada. Very objective. Yeah. Kind of a journal entry. Yeah, just I recapping the events of what happened. That's something I also started doing. I started trying to journal, trying yeah. to figure that out. I think I journaled like once before, and I don't remember what it was about. Yeah. It's probably in there somewhere. I can just look at it. But none of my pages are marked, so I have no idea where it is. I'm not going to spend time looking through it. But, yeah. let's. Uh, what were, what were we going to go on after that? I was just saying, yeah, just how you, um, how was the whole, <laughs> your grieving process right. in the middle of a busy October while we were working on the movie. And the, in the middle of that car crash as well. That affecting your mental health and I mean because there wasn't any big kind of like moments for your like like a mom it wasn't your mom's birthday anniversary or anything like that no it was just and there's I had no time I guess yeah I put no time aside to to like I think about my mom every day like no matter no yeah. matter what yeah, but same. but it's just uh I just didn't have time to actually think about just things like I normally would. Yeah. Because just so busy. Five days a week, two days off. Yeah. Kind of ca- catching up on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. That's the thing. For me, that's with long jobs like features or TV shows. It gets uh, That becomes a challenge of, um, yeah, just learning to make time for yourself and, yeah. and not just pushing everything like oh i'll do this next week along mm-hmm. with yeah like 
emotional things. Um, yeah, I went camping in between this. Uh, yeah, you did. That's yeah. right. Well, you crashed after the <laughs> after camp the camping. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering that. if like, because I'm sleeping on the ground. I slept on a dog bed because <laughs> I didn't bring an air like a, an air uh, air pad thing or yeah. sleeping sleeping pad to sleep on. Put up my tent, got my sleeping bag, and I took the dog's bed and I slept <laughs> slept on wow. the dog bed. So you didn't sleep very well. I didn't sleep very well, which is probably why you crashed. This is why I'm, which is why that I was thinking I'm like, is it because I didn't sleep well? Because I was sleeping outside, not sleeping well, and then the following day I was in my bed. But I I felt I usually fall asleep early during because I was so tired. Mm. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, I, I I went through this. I was like, maybe I did this wrong. Maybe if I did this, but it's all the fact, what ifs. Yeah, it's, hmm. it's. I thought about a lot of what ifs, but they don't. They're not going to change anything. So I just kind of let them go. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it happened, and I'll deal with it. And I am dealing with it. And the people in the future made it much easier to deal with. Yeah. Oh, well, so so uh, one more thing that happened. <clears throat> on the movie was um, so like I said it was a challenging movie but mm. um, with a great crew so, yeah such a great crew even with the challenging schedule and the short like the short schedule and then and we had to shoot a lot within a little bit of time um, yeah the crew was what made it really worth it and bearable more than bearable made it enjoyable mm-hmm. you know uh, these low budget movies sometimes it could be a pain to work on but, mm-hmm. but they made they, it very yeah, very they enjoyable that pain yeah, all the departments, all the department heads were great. Um, and yeah, and when they heard about my car crash. Yeah, so our script supervisor, Ingrid, mm-hmm. shout out mm-hmm. to Ingrid. Yeah, if she ever she, listens um, to this. Well, so let me tell you my side of things. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So you texted me and I was like, dude, I was like, we'll just go home, be safe, and keep me updated. Make sure you get off the road. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry about work. We'll talk, we'll figure it out later. And then. Everyone started asking, oh, where's George? And I was like, oh, he got in a car accident. He's okay, but he's not coming in today. And, um, and then everyone started asking about you. You were, you were beloved on that set, dude. Everyone was your fan. Because um, you did great. Um, <laughs> but right away, even as soon as I started, like Igor, the DP, as soon as I told him, he was like, what? He was like super worried. And he mentioned it to Rodrigo. And he was like, mm-hmm. wait, what happened to George? And then Ingrid. <laughs> God. So everyone just started asking. Word got around I, like a wildfire. That's funny. Was like, I was, I was gonna, I should have told you like, yeah, just keep it like down low. It's well, like, well, I wouldn't have been able to because everyone noticed you were gone because you made that big of a difference when you were there. So what is that? Something? Mm, wow. Mm, mm, I can't process that. <laughs> um. So, but right away, Ingrid was like, "Oh, we should do something. We should give him like." Now, I think Igor thought of it. Igor, the DP, was like. Oh, we should give them the next like three, um, uh, five dollar Fridays, which is like a little, like a, a raffle. We, everyone puts in five dollars, you get a raffle ticket for the end of the month, for the end of the week, and then one person who gets picked chooses gets the whole pot. So remember, we did it week two. We didn't do it week yeah. one. We did it week two, mm-hmm. and then your crash happened on week three. Mm-hmm. Beginning um, week three. Beginning week three, and then he was like, "Oh, we should give all the money to George." And then Ingrid was like, oh, what if we make a Kickstarter? Or a GoFundMe. Or go, and I was like, you mean a GoFundMe? She was like, yeah. And so with the powers of me and Ingrid <laughs> and Rodrigo, um, we kind of brainstormed that. And then she was like, oh, how much would like he need? And I was like, I don't know, maybe like $2,500, $5,000, just call it that. And right away she put just five grand um, for, the, for the, the goal 
Okay. Um, and within like, yeah, and then everyone just. It was the worst kept secret on set. It was the worst kept secret. You literally, you texted me like, oh yeah, the troops here are uh, doing a, a fundraiser for you. I'm well, like, I didn't know it was supposed to be a secret to the next day when they actually made it. A that's thing. hilarious. And so, then I got a text from like some people, some, some people I work with, and like, oh dude, sorry to hear about your car crash. I'm like, how did you hear about that? I haven't posted about it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you realize... Yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty pretty great. It's it's hilarious. It's highly appreciated. But long story short, to summarize all this, uh, we ended up raising, within the first day, a secret donor, which was Ingrid's friend, who wasn't Mm -hmm. even connected to the movie, ended Mm -mm. up giving $5,000 and met the goal within like two hours. It was nuts. Yeah, that was... We were all blown away. I love... It's in. I've never met the guy. I he's just he just did it. It's <laughs> amazing. It it is amazing. It's I'm forever grateful to anyone who would want to donate a single penny to me. Just yeah. I I didn't need how what it ended at. Well, it yeah. I just. Well, that's where it became a secret. Where because I was like, yeah, maybe worries a couple hundred. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was and gonna then, be like, oh, a couple hundred. That makes it easy. I can just fix up the car. Right away, we hit the goal of five grand. And I was like, what? And then by the end, and then so we ended up keeping it a secret from George. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until the last week, week five, that we presented it to George. No, you guys presented it to me that week, that same week. No way. Yeah. No, we gave it like a whole week. No. Week and a half. I think right. No. Okay. Well, regardless, we ended up raising. It's about a little over seven thousand dollars. Yeah, just about seven grand. And which is <laughs> and we gave the check to George and he was in like, tears, heartbroken. You didn't dig um because I think it was during when we were at the uh at the house on the hill. Yeah, yeah. It was during that. Rodrigo who I forgot who came up. I to actually me. missed it. Yeah. That's when they gave it to you. Because they just gave it to me. Well, because everyone was late in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and yeah, yeah. Ingrid was Ingrid just gave me like her phone's like all right here put your email in and then uh yeah and then all right how about accepting this like all the money's yours like I have no hand in it anymore I think she said I think there were only like three people there uh yeah and I like I just kind of like thanked her I, I didn't know just what give her hug. I, I I don't even I don't remember <laughs> I was just like I, I when I saw the money I, I was like you guys are too much you're too good to me. So how does it feel, George, to, to be able to receive a gift so large from people who you didn't even know that well? Didn't even know less than a month ago. I'm forever grateful. I, however, whoever donated a, a, either a penny or, or more, just it's just, I think I already said this. It's like the fact that anybody who donated a penny to me is blows my mind why I why would anyone do it (laughs) Mm. we get into the (laughs) questions of George's self worth (laughs) I I guess in some way I feel like I don't deserve it I have like because I thought the car crash is completely my fault it's like why would people donate to something that I I caused kind of thing I mean yeah like I like all right. I'll deal with the consequences. I'll deal with this. There's, I, a, there's a word for that in the Bible. It's called grace. <laughs> I guess it's also in the dictionary. I mean, yeah. 
Um, Something you don't deserve. It's probably your fault. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, I was, I'm yeah. I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. What everyone did. What? Do you yeah. love yourself, George? <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why love yourself? It's a good question. <laughs> it's a very good question. I haven't really delved into that too much. Maybe we should. Tonight. <laughs> Maybe not. Tonight. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to go about that. Is a but? Do you usually find it hard to receive gifts? Very difficult. I'm a terrible gift receiver. Wow. Very, very interesting. Very, very shitty at it. You can, yeah, you can even ask my other friends. I'm terrible at receiving birthday gifts. I just, I feel like I have to turn it into a joke because it's a self defense mechanism kind of thing. Mm, wow. Because <laughs> I just, I'm trying to be better. Learning a lot I'm about George. Trying to do better by, by everyone. I want to make sure I'm using the money that they gave me wisely. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's why I'm not jumping to like, oh, I can just put a down payment on a new car real quick. Super easy. Has the truck. <laughs> Tesla truck coming out. 2020. 20, yeah, being revealed soon. And uh, yeah, I just I just don't know how to process it. Maybe Ooh. just because I was never really, well, I, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't really given gifts. Well, no, that's a lie. I was giving gifts. But I think maybe it's something that like, oh, my parents like, oh, go pick out a gift and uh, you can you can get that for Christmas kind yeah. of thing. You can open it on Christmas kind of thing. Maybe. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just terrible at receiving gifts. I think we've established that. I just don't know how to navigate that huh. very well. I'm trying. I'm very aware of it. I'm very aware of like that stuff. Yeah. That uh, that I can't receive compliments well. That I can't uh, take gifts well. Interesting. I'm trying to get better at it. I don't know where it stems from. Maybe it's because no one's ever shown that to me. Not even your mom. Maybe I have, but they're my parents. <laughs> I just thought, oh, they're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to some kind of thing, or maybe oh. it's some form of toxic masculinity, masculinity that resides. Oh. And like, oh, you just receive it and you go on with your day, kind of oh. thing. Maybe. What I'm hearing, which we've mentioned this before, you you've touched on this before. There's a there's a bit of a identity or a self worth issue. Mm-hmm. Where Very much so. Your worth much mm -hmm. if you were to die today do you think anyone would miss you we're getting deep uh, yeah, yeah no, no it's fine <laughs> started with a fundraiser for George so I watched my mom die I know how that felt yeah I don't want to pass that hurt on to anyone hmm. it's too much if you were to ask me before my mom died, no. before my mom had cancer or any of that stuff, if anyone would miss me, mm -hmm. I would say no. Okay. Because I never experienced that intense pain before. Yeah. And so I don't ever... I've gained such a... Uh, vigor for living 
at least now i've always enjoyed it but i've always kind of just been like oh if i die tomorrow it's whatever Mm. but now it's it's morphed a little to where that if i were to drive home today and i got into a car crash and that's it and i think my thoughts were i think i've i still look at it this way that oh that's as far as i go that's as, i that's yeah there's n- there's n- no future after that and i'm sorry to the people that are going to have to go through that not having me around yeah. is how i view it right now that if yeah if i just go home if i even tomorrow that's as far as i go but i want to make sure that if it does happen or when it does happen that i have lived the best that i could for as long as i could yeah is the way i'm viewing it at the moment which is why especially this year i've done such i've tried to be more honest with everyone hmm. tried to be more open about what i'm going through because I just, maybe there's something that I can find worthwhile in myself, mm. or maybe something that others see that I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know what else to say about that. If you wanna comment on it, because I've been rambling so for a bit. So your mom passing helped you not necessarily increase your own self-worth, but rather realize the worth of living, of living in general. Yes. Hmm. I've never, I think we talked about this in one of the other podcasts were suicidal thoughts. Yeah. yeah I have never had right. those because yeah. I was like, if I just go off and I'm not kill myself, but if I were to just go off and I just die, I'd be, I'd be whatever. Yeah. But I hope to, maybe it's a legacy thing now or I just, I don't know. I just, I'll, it's a vigor for enjoying this life. Hmm that I never had before. Yeah. Not until you saw your mom mm-hmm. lose the very life that the I mean life she had. Yeah. Yeah. So was it? Was it? <laughs> I tried I tried to yeah, navigate it. That's why I was talking so slow. Because I was trying to figure out like what's the right way to put this yeah. without seeing like I'm suicidal or something. Because I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. I'm far from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. All those words, again. <laughs> yeah. The, um... I feel sort of similar with my health. Whereas I see how my dad... I see what caused the sickness of my dad. Mm-hmm. It was lack of health. Um, taking care of his health and obesity over the long term and then I see that and that's always like I always remind myself like and now I see now my mom has learned too now she's super healthy goes to the gym like two times a day sometimes mm-hmm. three impressive um, but we both realize like hey like we wish we made this change sooner but we can't but the fact that we already made the change that's what that's what matters mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, like one of what's the thing? Uh, best time to start was like ten years ago. Yeah. Second best time to start is now. now. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Wow, it's a good quote. I like that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so that I'm. I think the same. I'm trying to put this in words. Um, I, I kind of see where you're coming from with the. You, sometimes you don't know. You can't appreciate what you. You sometimes you forget to. You don't know how to appreciate what you have until you lose it. Whether mm-hmm. it's your health, your life. Um, or a family from members life for you to appreciate life more um, and it's kind of crazy how that works um, but I mean I it yeah. does somehow because I, I wish I was I'll say like this before my mom died just so she could have been around I'm sure she would have gotten a kick out of the uh, the donations everyone did or like she would have been super upset that I was in a car crash but I think she would have been I think it would she would have really loved to see all those people Coming together for you. Yeah. But you know, she's not, unfortunately, because it's unfair. And uh, yeah, you just got to move forward. Yeah, move forward. Um, You're you're very beloved on that set, though. Hope you know that. (laughs) It's pretty, uh, it's pretty funny. That is funny to me. Um, but I guess all this to say that uh, everyone else thinks you're pretty great, George. So we just want to keep reminding you that, and no matter what you think of yourself, just always remember people around you probably think even more so how better great you are. Right. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. It, the comedic. It takes. Yeah, there, there it is. Diffu- the, the diffusion or distraction. Um. Yeah, it's so a millennial thing. October. It is October for me was um, also busy because mm-hmm. I was on that job with you, but I was also under high amounts of pressure to perform mm-hmm. and keep the team running well. Um, and I had very high expectations for myself and the team, mm-hmm. which we I, I thought we exceeded, and the whole uh, the or director and DP they seemed very happy they were very happy with the camera department mm-hmm. so it succeeded but by the end of the show I remember during the show I was just like all work mode it was so hard to make time for anything else like mm-hmm. I, I maybe like stretched and meditated one morning but that's it <laughs> out yeah, of like 30 I think days. you went into this being like we're gonna get up super early we're gonna go to the gym we'll be there 5am hey I, I usually try to do that but the, the middle of moving in the middle of moving and shooting at this location for like three weeks far away like yeah. it made it so hard but if I you went to there's too many factors that threw me off the moving a, not yeah. having my place like mm-hmm. organized and having a far as hell shooting location yeah so but it, that affected my mental health so much not being able to have that routine that exercise and even now I still haven't worked out in probably a month and a half and I, I just started like getting back into it last week I feel like shit I hate it and I'm trying to get back into it but yeah, like uh, I just need to get rid of this fridge that's blocking my home gym. In the <laughs> so garage. I, no, I saw your garage. And I need a shambles. Or I guess just go to the gym because I also have a gym pass. Um, but then there's so much stuff to do at home in my house because I still recently moved in that that's getting in the way or I keep prioritizing that. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to, in the middle of it all, I'm trying not to be too harsh on myself. Yeah. I'm trying to eat healthy ish if I'm not exercising. Baby um, steps. Yeah. Take baby it steps. by step. But, um, but definitely during that whole month, I um, didn't 
really have time to grieve and think about it. Because I was so busy. It's one of those things you're so busy that you forget yeah. to think about stuff like that. And I thought about my dad. You know, I think about him every day. And I, there's reminders mm-hmm. for day. But I didn't have any time of reflection to be like, wow. Like where I like, was crying about him. Um, it wasn't until November, which was... Well, actually, what was it? So we'll talk about this in the next episode for November, but I think right after we wrapped that job, it was the end of October, beginning of November, and my dad's birthday was coming up in mm-hmm. like the first week of November. And I remember it was after all we wrapped principal photography, we wrapped the B-roll, we wrapped the, we had the wrap party, mm-hmm. we had the wrap day, and we put all the camera equipment away. And it was finally, all that was done. And I was just home, finally. Um, I had like a whole day to myself. I was just in bed, and then finally, after all that, I started thinking about my dad, finally, because it was his birthday coming up. I started looking at photos and videos, mm-hmm. and I started crying. And I was like, damn, I haven't done this in a while. I like, <laughs> looked through old videos and photos of him. Yeah. And it just took me right back. Um, and it's kind of crazy. Um, and Yeah, they're like, the hurt's always there. Yeah. It just, you learn to manage it more. Yeah. And better. then you learn to make space for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think... It's healthy to be able to make time and space for that sometimes. And um, I think life is so much more about seasons than it is about um, the, like, than balance. Mm -hmm. You know, life, I don't think I believe in balance anymore, a balanced life. So it's going to be about more, like, seasons. Like, okay, for this, I'm going to focus on this more. Like, this, I'll focus on this more. Like, October was all work. November now, um... I don't want to get into it because that's next month's episode. Yeah, it's next month. But um, but it, it's been a lot more family and slow down and chill and reflect, mm-hmm. um, which has been good. Um, but yeah, that was the. It's just crazy seeing the difference in those seasons between the one of busyness, where you don't even have time to think twice about missing someone you lost, and then going to the complete opposite where it's. You have so much time on your hands that all you can think about is the loss, right? Or mm-hmm. other things. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but moving forward, that's all we can do. And and forward, I'm uh, always forward. Yeah. And November was a interesting month. We'll get into that shortly. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was my brother's birthday, my mom's birthday, and my dad's birthday. God, did they plan that? <laughs> yeah. So it's just a big family month and all this yeah. other stuff and but we'll get into that shortly but um i think that's all i wanted to cover for october what yeah. about you uh no it's all of october i slept after we wrapped i slept i think i was in bed all day I, I, was, like 12 hours. I was so tired i was so beat <laughs> yeah. And, yeah same one um, thing that was nice about this set is dp and and director were both and some other folks spoke spanish yeah. So it was, it was fun set to be a part of. Yeah, it speaks Spanish and yeah. Latino. And for me, when I first met them, I was like, it, it, it's representation is still such a mm-hmm. big thing. Um, and I didn't realize how much I felt underrepresented until I like was on a set mm-hmm. with like a Latino director and yeah, cinematographer. Think, and I was like, this is awesome. This is great. I was like, I don't think, the, I, I like, remember the last time I've worked for a Latino DP. Mm-hmm. It was like once on a commercial like a few months ago. But Same. I was like, damn, like, I like this. Like, let's yeah. keep this up. Let's keep making the yeah, world more Yeah, I'd love to work with them more. Diverse. Maybe not in telev- telev- novellas, because those are harsh, I hear. 
<laughs> but yeah, I think it's a good spot to end it on. Yeah, and then a little preview for next next month's episode. With our what's our bucket list item, George? That we ended up doing. We went to Sunday service. Presented Kanye. by Kanye West. Kanye West, Jesus is King at the Forum. Yup. And we'll give you more details when you tune in next month. Slash in five seconds after we cut and start the new clip. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Uh, my name is Joseph. And George. And this is Silver Lines Podcast. And I'm signing off. Bye-bye. <laughs>